Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com. It's Wednesday, October 25th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. Chicago is struggling to find a permanent place for a large influx of migrants. A St. Louis man is working to bring them here. If the people are going to be in a better place, uh, St. Louis is going to be in a better place and Chicago is going to be a better place. I think everybody wins. We'll report on a new effort to resettle migrants in Chicago to St. Louis in just a few minutes. On the anniversary of the shooting at Central Visual and Performing Arts High School, some St. Louisans turned to faith to process their trauma. St. Louis Public Radio's Kate Grunke reports. Community members gathered at St. Margaret of Scotland in St. Louis's Shaw neighborhood Tuesday evening. They sang, prayed, and mourned the victims of the school shooting. Parishioner Emily Schiltz has two students at Collegiate School of Medicine and Bioscience, which shares a building with CVPA. We as a family are still processing our own trauma from what the kids experienced last year. It really was horrific. The things that they heard and the things that they saw um, have changed them and, and changed our family forever. Schultz and her fellow parishioners have a ministry to end gun violence through prayer vigils like this one and through political advocacy at the national and local level. I'm Kate Grumke, St. Louis Public Radio. St. Louis Public Schools Board of Education President Tony Cousins is calling for a broader end to gun violence. She made the comments yesterday marking the anniversary of the CVPA shooting. Cousins says she wonders if an SLPS student is involved every time she hears about a child shooting in the city. We just got to do better. Um, and that's, that's what I continue to ask myself and say, what and how can we do better as a city? And we have to stop doing the posturing. and We have to literally listen to our children. Cousins is calling for St. Louis to focus on solutions like greater access to mental health services. The St. Louis County Council has approved limits on who can openly carry a weapon in unincorporated areas. St. Louis Public Radio's Rachel Littman has more. The measure from Democrat Shalonda Webb of North St. Louis County is very similar to one passed in the city earlier this year. It blocks people from openly carrying weapons unless they have a concealed carry permit, with some exceptions. Republicans warned their colleagues they would likely be sued over the new law, but Webb says a lawsuit is also possible over property tax breaks for seniors. We'll take a chance on the being sued on the seniors, but we won't take a chance on saving someone's lives to be sued. The measure has the support of the chief of police and the union representing county officers. County Executive Sam Page is expected to sign it. I'm Rachel Lippman, St. Louis Public Radio. Some high-profile Missouri Republicans are calling for an investigation of House Speaker Dean Plocker after he filed reimbursement requests for travel expenses paid by his campaign. The Missouri Independent reports Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft is calling on the legislature to investigate and possibly take action to, quote, protect the integrity of the House of Representatives and the people's money. State Senator Bill Eigel says Plocker violated taxpayer trust and should resign. Ashcroft and Eigel are running for governor. Plocker is seeking the lieutenant governor post. He plans to pay the state for any incorrect reimbursements. Plocker cites administrative errors for the issue. Legislation to help St. Louisans who are homeless is meeting with opposition from Mayor Tashara Jones and key members of the Board of Aldermen. The Post-Dispatch reports the mayor and three aldermen who usually support progressive causes 
are on record with concerns about the proposals. One would make it easier to open homeless shelters throughout the city and more difficult to clear homeless encampments. The other would require the creation of city-run encampments. Cost and possible conflict with state law are among the concerns. Without the support of Alderman Ann Schweitzer, Michael Browning, Shameen Clark-Hubbard, it's unclear if the proposals will make it out of committee. Illinois had the biggest increase in abortions of any state in the year after Roe v. Wade was overturned. Kristen Schorsch reports. Illinois has been a haven for abortion rights, as other states have banned or further restricted access. A new report from the abortion tracker WeCount underscores how significant Illinois has become since Roe fell in June of last year. Providers share their abortion data with WeCount. Illinois saw an increase of just over 21,000 abortions. For one, there's more access to the procedure here. Providers across the state have opened more clinics and extended their hours. And for many patients who live out of state, Illinois providers are their closest option. Illinois is surrounded by states in the Midwest and further to the South that have banned abortion or made it harder to get the procedure. I'm Kristen Schorsch. The remains of a Metro East soldier who died in a POW camp more than 80 years ago are back in the U.S. The Belleville News Democrat reports the body of Corporal James Hurt arrived yesterday at St. Louis Lambert International Airport. His funeral is Saturday. Hurt died in the Philippines after the Bataan Death March. He was part of that forced 65-mile trek where thousands of soldiers went through intense heat and rain without medical care on their way to prisoner camps. Those who could not keep going were beaten and killed. Hurt's remains were positively identified this summer by the Federal Defense POW-MIA Accounting Agency. Thousands of migrants in Chicago do not have a permanent place to live or work. The humanitarian crisis continues to grow as the city scrambles for solutions. A neighboring state wants to help relocate hundreds, if not thousands, of those migrants. Esther Yunji Kang reports. Carlos Ramirez is vice president of Latino Outreach for the International Institute of St. Louis. He drove up to Chicago to make a pitch for migrants to resettle in his city. I talked with him at City Hall just after his meeting with Chicago's migrant point person. It was an exploratory meeting. It could be the potential for a great relationship between both uh, cities. St. Louis needs more workers. The city's population has declined. And here in Chicago, thousands of migrants, mostly from Venezuela, have arrived since August of 2022. Many families are living temporarily at police stations and airports, and the city estimates more than $340 million could be spent on migrants by the end of the year. For Ramirez, an Illinois native who still roots for the Chicago Bears, the initiative could be good for everyone. If the people are going to be in a better place, uh, St. Louis is going to be in a better place, and Chicago is going to be a better place, I think everybody wins. The city of Chicago did not respond to WBEZ's request for comment. A small delegation of city officials is currently visiting the Texas southern border from where Republican Governor Greg Abbott has been sending buses of migrants to Democratic cities. As for next steps, Ramirez says his group plans to create a one-page flyer for Chicago agencies to distribute to eligible migrants. He also hopes to secure as many beds in St. Louis as possible. We're conscientious of the homeless uh, populations, and so I want to be careful not to all of a sudden get an onslaught of homeless people from Chicago and then create a homeless situation in St. Louis. The group plans to vet proper documentation through the Biden parolee program announced last month. That program has expedited work visas for hundreds of thousands of Venezuelan migrants in the U.S. 
Ramirez says the resettlement program would provide up to three months of housing, cell phones, apprenticeship programs, and job placement by local unions, and help from immigration lawyers. Ideally, within the first three months, they will be self-sustaining. The funds for the program will come primarily from private donors, and Ramirez says the partnership could even become a model for other cities and states to follow. The Latino Outreach Initiative is the brainchild of Jerry Schlichter, a prominent St. Louis lawyer and civic leader with experience resettling migrants. Two years ago, Schlichter started a program to bring Afghan refugees to his city. He says today, nearly 2,000 Afghans have resettled there, found jobs, and started businesses and cultural organizations. Schlichter believes moving some of Chicago's migrants to St. Louis could help bolster his city's workforce. There's a tremendous need for uh, employees. He says iron and steel companies, grocery chains, restaurant operators, and manufacturing plants have all expressed a need for more workers, especially with the region's population shrinking. If you look around the country at cities that are growing, it's primarily from immigrants and children of immigrants. And that's what we're trying to build here. He says the goal is to make a more vibrant and diverse St. Louis that would benefit everyone. That was Esther Yunji Kang reporting. Before wrapping up, actor Richard Roundtree has died. He was considered the first black action hero in the movies. Roundtree was a model who shifted to acting and got his big break landing the lead in 1971's Shaft. That production is credited with changing how black movies were regarded. They traditionally did not consider black actors, especially in leading roles. Roundtree died of pancreatic cancer. He was 81. The Gateway is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Theme music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.